you can grab a couple guys and well that sounds weird they're just white people with guns why touch something that was good so who's Whoa. who's keeping track of the 30 seconds please people are way too sensitive for it fanboy fight club Hello, fanboys and girls. It's time for another episode of the Fanboy Fight Club podcast brought to you by Media Junkie. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on tonight's epic battle. My name is Jason. I have the pleasure of hosting the show. Soon, I'm going to introduce you to the fanboys. Then later, we're going to enter the main of the ring for the main event, and that's where the Fight Club part comes in. But first, let me take a quick second to let you know about the other podcast that Media Junkie offers. Now, if you just pull up your favorite podcast app, like Apple, Google, Spotify, Spotify, or CastBox, Stitcher, just simply search Media Junkie, and you'll find access to great episodes of the Rogue Agents Division 2 podcast, the Gimmick Minute Wrestling podcast, and Why Are You a Gamer? Just please subscribe to them all. If you're using Apple Podcasts and you feel we deserved it, please leave us a five-star review and also comment about how you like the show. It does help us with exposure. We also appreciate anybody who wants to join in on the conversation. You can interact with us on our Twitter and our Instagram at Media Junkie Vids. If you want to comment on this podcast specifically, you can follow us and interact with us at FBFC Podcast. Now, if you follow at Media Junkie Vids or FBFC Podcast and tweet at us, we'll even send you an invite to our Discord channel and you can join in on the arguments with us. Okay, so now that that's all out of the way, it's time to bring in the fanboys. So we're down a man this week, but we did unlock a new bonus character. So first we have the man who co-started Media Junkie and a new member. Oh, that's why I was going to say last week. So we'll just cut that out this week. But he is the one and only. He is Wes. What's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? Way to fuck that up. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take that out of the intro, but I forgot. My bad. <laughs> all right. It was going anyway, so well, too. I know. Right? <laughs> I was pretty smooth up until that point. Smooth like my balls. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we also have the host of the amazing Why Are You a Gamer podcast. It is Jarmar. What's going on, buddy? What's up, man? How you doing? I think you said, how am I? And I'm doing great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you whispered back at him, so he was like, probably a little confused. How are you? <laughs> no, you know, I feel like I haven't, I, for some reason, I feel like I haven't talked to you in a while. I don't know why. Like, it, it just, it seems like it's I, been a few days. It just seems like forever. I well, know, you're not because you've been busy doing your paper for a change. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be playing Call of Duty and you're avoiding uh, another <laughs> situation. Well, it doesn't help that you're not in the Discord that we created without you. So, yeah, whatever. All right. <laughs> I, oh, I didn't know he didn't know about that. Yeah, I'm oh, sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. sure there is one that exists. Server? So. Sorry. I mean, I guess when, when the, the name of it is Jason Loves Dick Potatoes, I, no, I guess that I would know. be a reason why he's not yeah. in it. Oh, boy. I hate, you. I hate you guys, by the way. Anyway, so uh, no Jake this week. So uh, let's make sure that everybody tweets at him to ridicule him for missing the show. His personal Twitter account is at Ghost Cross. That's Ghost like Casper, Cross like Jesus. So let's make sure that you tweet at him to ridicule him at Ghost Cross for missing the show. Now, our bonus character this week was once a guest on Why Are You a Gamer? You can check out some of his articles he posts on Medium, and you can follow him on Twitter at Gorgeous Borgeous. Hopefully I didn't fuck that up. Welcome to the Fanboy Fight Club. Matt, what's up, buddy? Hey, thank you. I'm happy to be here. I just have one question. Sure. What is a dick potato? Is it a potato <laughs> that resembles a penis? Or is it a penis that is so bulky it's almost chode-like and potato-looking? Yes. 
you technically had it right the first time, but we can go with both. I mean, I just wanted to understand any preferences. It's just kind of whichever pops up when he Googles it. I just felt uh, like I I had to ingratiate myself into that to be part of the group. You, you know, it's fine, man. I the, apparently I love them according to these three, and I have um I, I had to ask too because I wasn't sure at first. So it's uh I mean all you have to do is listen to the episodes and you will find out Jason's true love of thick potatoes. <laughs> right, yeah, hey, my Jason. true love. Yes, sir. Love is blind. You don't have to know it. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2020, dude. Have all the dick potatoes you want. I'll, right. I'll dude, I'll steam them for you. <laughs> I was just like, you boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew, like whatever you want. Sexual. It is very. <laughs> Gonna mash my dick potato? You guys are weird. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Uh, Matt fits right in. He it's even, cre- it's well. even creepier with the face that you made on the camera. I fit right in because I'm a college-age boy. This is my this is my area of expertise. <laughs> yeah, we're all older than you, and that's sad. <laughs> for us. You're not bound for us. You're You're that sounds so creepy, out. though. All right, and of You're course, bringing up man. the rear once again, uh, one of the co-hosts on the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast, and the guy who designs all the awesome graphics across all of our channels, and he even sells T-shirts for us on tpublic.com But he keeps all the money for it. It is Michael. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I keep all the money. You lazy <laughs> pricks do nothing for it. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> give me the ideas, man. I feel it's like cool. I help design a couple of them. Do you give me the ideas, or do you ask me, hey, can you make this for me? When I need wake, a shirt, wake, nudge, I, nudge. When I need a shirt, you're I'm right. Okay. I haven't done jack shit. As in, I haven't ordered one yet. This is true. He's contributed nothing to the the, the, money, the money stream. All right, so Matt, this is part of the show where we just kind of talk a little bit about amongst ourselves about things that we've been playing, watching, uh, any movies we've seen, or anything like that. So, anybody have anything that they'd like to talk about? Anything they've played this past week or? Or movie screen show they've watched, anything like that. So I'm sure you guys, during your experiences as young men, you had those movies you would watch constantly, right? Oh yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. You've seen them millions of times. I gotta tell you, I've discovered what that movie is and is going to be for the rest of my life. I'm decided oh. to make a commitment to point break, the original. I've seen this movie maybe twenty times at this point in my life, and it never gets any any worse. It only gets better. <laughs> I think the amazing part, you have so many good moments. The, the simple fact that they solve crimes by surfing and that the robbers are surfers. The fact that one of the presidents shows his ass in the beginning of the movie. That is another thing that's just such a landmark in cinematic filmmaking. <laughs> I got the Blu-ray. I, I, I point break this much. I'm like, I can't just watch a, a pirated MP4. I have to have the full HD 30 gigabyte version. To see Gary Busey in full HD quality. Okay. So there, there's that. That's mostly what I'm watching. I get up about 5 a.m. like an old man every morning. I put on Point Break at least two times this week. Jesus. <laughs> good good wow. film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and besides that, in terms of video games, I just picked up Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition for Switch. Um, I've been in RPG mood recently. I uh, blasted through Dragon Quest XI. And then I was like, you know what? I really want to play Xenoblade. Uh, I couldn't really get into it with the Wii graphics, and I never got a new 3DS, and it didn't really look that great on there. So I was like, you know what? Let me try it on Switch. I'm about, like, 40 minutes into it, but I've really enjoyed those 40 minutes. It looks pretty enough. I don't know. Nothing too high expectations. I can't say I've ever touched any RPGs like that, so I can't relate there. But, uh, Wes, you've been playing some stuff. Have you gotten through anything else this week, or no? You slowed down a little bit. 
Yeah, I uh, I platinumed Maneater. Uh, I almost twelve straight hours in that game. You know, it's a fucking shark game. I like I liked it a lot because it was different than everything else that I've been playing. Like, pretty sure every game that I've played within the past year, a year and a half, has been something involving a gun. So it was kind of nice to play something different. Um, and I beat Resident Evil Two finally, um, just because I was bored out of my mind. That's it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You didn't really beat Resident Evil 2, though. I beat you only, it. You shut your mouth. You Leon's only played through as Leon. That's not Leon, actually beating the game. Leon is the only one that matters. Shut your mouth. Move on. Dude, Claire was... <laughs> no, no. Claire Claire matters. Claire, Claire's life matters. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, oh, Jill and Leon, that's all that matters. <laughs> oh, boy. Chris Redfield and Claire Redfield, they, they, they belong in the, in the Resident Evil franchise. So. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Anybody have anything else they want to add to that? Yeah. Um. I mean, I've like to like we all do escape the darkness of the real world. So I've been playing Last of Us Remastered. So <laughs> that's oh. your escape from darkness. <laughs> exactly. Right. The, the, the it's a great choice. <laughs> um, escape darkness into darkness. I like it. <laughs> I've been you know getting all of those emotions again from the game like I did a long time ago been awesome cried a few times and holy hell it's it still stands up as probably one of the best games of playstation 3 generation maybe even playstation 4 but we'll see what happens with last of us part 2 no spoilers so last of us replay this post on tuesday the 2nd of june june 4th is the ps5 reveal and i can't fucking wait let's see i thought it was the fifth guys no, the, the fourth. Dude. The word yeah. is is over an hour of just PlayStation Five games that you're gonna see. Do we wow. see Batman? Call it yes now no. it's gonna be 45 minutes of just specs that nobody cares about, like last time. <laughs> no, Mark Cerny already got it over with. Do we yeah, see Batman? Yes or no? Give it to me. No. We better see something. We will never see Batman. I'm just yeah, saying. I either want that or iPad Three. Give it to me. Uh, it to yeah, me. iPad it's time. It's time for him to come back. Is that that shadows. weird game with the the little monkey yeah, looking thing? Yeah, yeah. Fucking is, dude. That, that little fucker. That with the little camera. Oh my god, such good memories. Yeah. Do, do, do you remember? Do you guys remember the? Was it semen for the Dreamcast? Or that, you, <laughs> do I remember? That, what did you do to your Dreamcast? That little fish. Was it? Is that what it's called, or was it called something? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was. It was semen. Yeah, uh, you could talk to Leonard it on the microphone. Yeah, you could talk to it on the microphone. It would talk back to you and shit. Yeah. Hey, that was hey, crazy. Uh, Mike, can you make a T-shirt that has Jason's face and says, "Do you remember semen?" <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy that shirt. Uh, I'm not. Right. I'm not co-signing for that. That's uh, that's fine. I'll make it look can, a little bit like you, but just you enough not use my likeness for that. <laughs> Dude, media junkie already owns. I mean, Derek Bald guy with a beard and glasses. It's not that hard. Media junkie. No, all right. I'm not going to say that out loud, but no. <laughs> All right, all right. Oh, well, let's move, let's move on from this and let's get into what everybody came to hear, and that is the main event for the evening. I am actually going to be a part of it because, unfortunately, I was the bitch of the week because I got robbed last week. But <laughs> I'm going to pass the microphone on to Wes, who's going to get us all started and set up. So, Wes, all uh, you, my man. You use a bitch, Jason. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, for this week's main event, the fanboys will be arguing over the best series finale to a TV show. Of course, didn't get a, Jason didn't get a chance to choose because he predicted himself as being the bitch of the week. I didn't predict how the, myself. Oh, that's what it says. You <laughs> also didn't fix the, the sheet, so... I'm Ron Swanson. 
I'm going to read what you type here. Is that Rod Swanson? Is Rod Burgundy? God damn it. I say Rod Swanson. We can really fuck that one up. I said it on purpose because we fucked it up last time. Good good pull. Good pull. There you go. All right. Here's how the main event works. All fighters will be giving an intro round. Don't edit it as I'm reading. It's moving. We'll be given an intro round to bring up their topic, a 30-second attack round where they can destroy each other's ideas, followed by a 30-second round where they can defend themselves. Then a final round where they can wrap their argument into a pretty little bow. In between each round, the fanboys will be judged. The goal is to win, but the real motivation is to not be the loser because the loser of the show will be deemed the next bitch of the week. So here's how the bitch of the week works. It's the fanboy fight club punishment that is bestowed upon the loser of each episode. Since Jason is our bitch of the week, if he happens to lose this week, he'll be our second or ever double bitch of the week. Then if he loses again, he'll be our first ever triple bitch of the week, which will then he will be demoted to judge and subject to constant ridicule until he competes again. And don't ever let that happen, Jason, because I will not let you live it down. All right, so here we go. Would you buy him a t-shirt that says triple bitch of the week? Yes, I would buy that t-shirt too. With his, Will they have semen on it as well? Yes. (laughs) Triple what bitch if I of the week semen on his face and it won't have semen on The triple bitch of the week loves my semen. likeness will not will not I'll be buy, able to I'll buy two of them. And <laughs> it's just uh, a dream I'll wear it out. Comes I'll, I'll, I'll make, that honestly, make semen glow in the dark. That honestly, as we evolve the show, could make a better punishment if we force if we start doing this via video and force the loser to wear something. Yeah. But we I thought you were going to say force the loser to put semen on their face. And I'm no. like, no. I quit. You lose the bukkake. No. All right. Anyways, let's get into the first round, the make your case round. Uh, all right. I want to know what you guys picked this week. So first up, we have Mike. Mike, make your case, buddy. All right. The show of the best series ending began on July 7th, 2006. We spent eight seasons following psychic detective Sean Spencer and his partner Long Beach Penny Whistle as they fumbled through and psyched out everyone to solve cases the Santa Barbara police just couldn't. Psych was a show some people overlooked, which is a damn shame. This show was handled with more love than any other TV show on TV. They slowly built each character and gave them their own story arcs and interactions every episode to really make it feel earned in the end. They made sure to tickle your nostalgia bone back before it became the go-to that it is today. From all the 80s references and the TV show's vast number of guest stars, including Steve Urkel, Dr. Frankenfurter, Wesley, Biff Tannen, Claire Huxtable, and even Gus's dad was played by a Ghostbuster. The ending of the show gave us closure while making us wish we could have more. Psych didn't end due to low ratings, pulling in 4.2 million viewers by the end of its run. Nor was it due to the lack of source material or even disputes with the network. Psych ended just because some of the series regulars decided that they wanted to sign on for other projects. And rather than recast or delay the seasons, the showrunners decided they would just end the show on a high note. The final season was spent closing out all the loose ends. We see Chief Vic get moved to a bigger police department in San Francisco. Sean's dad becomes a professor of criminal profiling. Lassie works his way from being demoted in the previous season all the way up to becoming police chief. And Jules becomes the head detective under police or under Chief Vic over at the uh, San Francisco Police Department. The final episode sees Sean trying to find a way to say goodbye as he gets ready to move to San Francisco to be of Jules, all while solving one last case with Gus. 
ultimately, he leaves DVDs saying goodbye to Lassiter, his dad, Gus, and even a random detective played by Val Kilmer, paying off years of jokes and references to him in the show. Sean takes or thanks his dad, apologizes to Gus for holding him back all these years from the life he really could have had, and even confesses to Lassie that he's not a psychic, to which Lassie stops the DVD immediately and snaps it in two so no one will ever know. The show closes out with Sean finding Jules at a crime scene just before Gus walks in mad as hell that Sean didn't say goodbye. After they have a moment only true best friends can relate to, the three go outside where Sean proposes to Juliet just to have a the ring stolen by a random thug who runs off to, for them to chase as the show fades to black. This is why Psych, wait for it, was the best TV show ending. I feel like we should have added a spoiler alert warning at the beginning of this show. I mean, Psych's been off the air since 2013. If you haven't watched the show in, in seven years, you're either not going to or shame on you. I just started watching Psych. Well, that's unfortunate. Okay, it's okay. Should have known going in. It's fine. I was only doing it because my girlfriend wanted me to. So you know what? At least now I just don't have to pay attention. Okay. There you go. No, you need to. That show is absolutely fantastic. All right. Well, quarantine. Nothing else to do but watch old shows. So spoiler alert for anyone listening for the shows coming up. All right. Next up, we have Jamar. Jamar, you ready? Hey, I am ready. What you got, bud? <laughs> Oh, excuse me, I should have cleared my throat before I unmuted my mic. <laughs> oh, all right. So when you think of iconic TV shows, there are many that comes to mind. But when you think of true t- television royalty, there's only one show that deserves mentioning. And if you haven't guessed by now, that show is The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. This had six seasons spanning over five years and keeping, on the top, keeping at the top for most of that time, which actually is unbelievable that a show with so much popularity and clout could end the series without leaving fans with disappointment. This is why I think that not only is Fresh Prince final or season finale the best ever, but it's also perfect. And here's why. The finale was traumatic yet thoughtful. And to this day, what, 20 plus years later, it still strikes a chord with me. The ending to a series should be, or, or the ending to a beloved series is in many ways a goodbye. And what made the final episode of Fresh Prince so special is that we, as an audience, got that goodbye through Will's perspective. Each member of the family was moving on to a new chapter in their life as Will decided to stay in Bel Air to finish school. Throughout the two-part finale, there are many touchstone moments, but I'm just going to give you a few that you should that should definitely convince you that this is the best ending of all time. So, let's start off with the first heart-wrenching goodbye between Will and Carlton. Even though Carlton is basically the joke, the butt of every joke uh, for Will throughout the entire series, those two had an exchange in that beach house, and it was very, very heartful. It basically said, no matter what and no matter where, we're always going to have each other's back. And that just showed the bond that grew deeper than just cousins. They were, they were actually brothers. And if that wasn't enough to just make you cry... Will put on Tom Jones and join Carlton for the last time of his signature dance. Just makes me smile just thinking about it. So after that perfect moment, I have another one that I thought was just flat out amazing. My favorite character of the show, Jeffrey, one of my favorite characters of the show, Jeffrey, he basically was given a ticket to go back home to England to be with his newfound son. But for one final moment, Hillary had to tell him her signature term. 
or phrase, can you get my bags? And at this point, he looked down at the bags and he's thinking like, I don't I don't work for you guys anymore. But he picks them up. And it's not because that was his role as a butler, but it's because he simply was found pleasure in helping her. And it was just like, you know, oh, made my heart so warm. And then the last thing that I think by far seals the deal was the actual final scene in the show. So Will finds himself in an empty living room where he grew from a little boy to a man. And this, this scene was so powerful just because everything was gone in the room. They had sold all the furniture. Everything's gone. And he stood there wondering if he could actually make it on his own in Bel Air. And it was just so profound because you could tell that he knew he was going to be okay because if anything happened, he still had his family that he could fall back on. And that was just, I don't know, that that hit me really deep. So after that, though, the last thing that he does is another pan looks at the room and then he hits the lights. And it's basically just letting you know that it's closing the chapter on this show and this family that's been with us forever. But right before the show ends, you hear Carlton scream, who turned the lights out? And he runs downstairs, adjusting his pants and buckling his belt. And it was just a sweet, perfect ending to what I believe is a perfect show. And that's why Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is the best. That's all I have. All right. Thank you. Next up, we have the Bitch of the Week. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's hear it. All right. So in recent years, some of the most controversially controversial debates have been on social media and they've been centered around finales to popular TV shows. None more controversial than the uber popular sitcom, How I Met Your Mother. The show survived nine seasons in a landscape on the average lifespan of a sitcom was between four and five. It had a friend's vibe, but a different, it was different enough to kind of stand out. Ted, Lily, Marshall, Robin, and of course, Barney brought us all years of laughter that gave us that gave the show a legend wait for it dairy status when ted's story finally culminates in the series finale we finally get to meet the mother of his children only to find out that their love story was cut short due to her passing some years later in another twist ted's kids then encourage him to finally move move on and reconnect with his first love who is robin who you know from the show I will admit that this ending wasn't popular with all fans. It even led the show producers to include an alternate ending that didn't have any of the things that I just mentioned. It was a knee-jerk reaction at the time, but I think it has proven to be the wrong call. The original ending was actually perfect. Here's why. First, you have to look at the whole ending. Okay, So it was a two-part episode in which they really show the closure of the relationships of the friends. Everyone has... everyone of us has had a group of friends that that you kind of lose touch with over the years or maybe you don't talk to as much because life just gets in the way i had a group of friends i've had the same group of friends since high school and we've all been married uh most of us have kids some have moved across the country and we still talk and we hang out from time to time but it's not the same and robin even kind of echoes that in the show like we'll always be friends but it'll never be like it was just because it can't be right so Basically, uh, as a as a person watching, you really feel that, right? So it, it's always great because you you find out what like uh, what's great is you find out what happened to all the characters that we love. So the story includes the story concludes in a very real way. So we get the happy ending that we all want because Marshall and Lily make it right. They make it as a couple, 
And, uh, you know, Marshall becomes a judge and their life wasn't always easy, but they came out stronger in the end. Barney and Robin, despite the finale being centered around their wedding, ended in divorce. And just as in life, sometimes you may want something bad enough, but at the end, at the end of the day, you just can't force it to work. Right. And you kind of you feel that in their relationship. Robin ended up with a career that she always wanted. Barney ended up with a son that is sure to grow up to just be as awesome as he is. And that just leaves Ted, right? So his story arc was leading to this the entire time. If you didn't see it coming, then you really weren't paying attention to the show. Their mother has to have passed away. Why else is he telling the story? They knew the gist of how they met, but for most kids, that's good enough. But when you lose somebody, that's when you want to know a little bit more. This was more than a story of how Ted met their mother. It's how he grew to be a man in his journey to find her. What's clear throughout the series is that he really never let go of his first love. It was therapeutic in a way for him to let his children know the story so he can emphasize how much he loved their mother while conveying that a part of him will always be with their Aunt Robin. The children urge him to go be happy where they, you know, they're, they're growing up, they're moving on to start their own lives so Ted can finally go back to living his. It's a true life story that's ending was as perfect as the show was overall. That's all I got. Thank you. All right. Thank you. That's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a tough one. Okay. Perfect. Well, yeah, I think you guys all did an excellent job. I do have mine graded already. So I'll go ahead before you, Matt. And uh, so I have it set up as Jamar, Jason, Mike. Okay. Um, you know what? I think I'm after going to go with the exact same. <laughs> exact same. Actually, you know what? <clears throat> I'm going Jason, Jamar, Mike. That's that's me. I'm changing it up. Changing it up. I'm with the bitch. Okay. My man. Uh, of course. <laughs> <All right>. Of course. <laughs> all right. So what I'm going to do, Matt, is the entire time is I'll keep tally of the score. Um, so we mm-hmm. at the end. I want to know who wins because first place gets two points. Second place gets one point. Um, and the last mm-hmm. place gets zero points. So. I'll tally it up along the way. All right, perfect. Next, we're going to go into the attack round. These are 30-second rounds where you guys are going to shit on everybody else right on their chest. Cleveland Steamer. Please don't (laughs) break any glass windows. Just shit on their chest. Okay. Are you guys ready? First up, we have Jamar. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) All right. I'm going to have your timer for you. I'm going to start it when you start talking. Oh, okay. (laughs) Wait, that doesn't count. All right. So let's start with Mike. Your finale was so amazing and so good, and it tied up everything in the show, right? But that still doesn't explain why they had to continue on and make it a movie. Sure, it had a following and it had a buzz, but the idea of the perfect ending means there doesn't need to be any more. Jason, you tried your best, but I mean, I loved How I Met Your Mother. I binged the entire show. I was so excited for the season finale, but I felt cheated at the end. I got to spend all of this time, what felt like 10 years, to only see the mother for five minutes, and then Robin bullshit. Time, time. Oh, okay. I want my Robin bullshit shirt. Okay. Next up, we have Jason. Jason, are you ready? Yeah. Hold on one second. All right. All right, I'll start when you're ready. All right, Jaron. Uh, the Fresh Prince, I, as much as I love the show, the ending was pretty predictable. It, I mean, it did kind of close everything up, which is great, but it, it just, you know, it, it, it could have been a little bit more, and I wish they would have maybe had some sort of 
closure to what happened to the characters after they left. Uh, Mike, I'm sorry, but Psych was kind of a horrible choice, man. It, it was a good show, but the ending just kind of was blah, right? It had a niche audience on USA, and it didn't end with anything special. And like like Jamar even said, you know, it's they had to make a movie out Time. of it to keep Time. going. All right. All right, Mike. All right. Are you ready to shit on people? I am spray as I'll ever be. All right, I'll start it when you start talking. All right, Jamar, so Fresh Prince, like, it's a fantastic show. I don't even know what to say bad about it. However, an ending shouldn't be just sad. Yeah, it had a few high spots, like you mentioned, but for the most part, it was depressing. It made you feel sad that this show was going away, which a show like that should bring you joy in some way, shape, or form on top of all the closure it got. Jason, how you made it was so bad with the ending, they had to make it a different ending in the Blu-ray, which I know you mentioned, but it, that's how bad it was. And even then, after all that, Ted ends up being a D-bag the entire series, and then continues to be a D-bag just to end up being banging uh, Hot Robin. Uh, uh, Matt, you want to go first on that one? Sure. So, I know we didn't elaborate a little bit earlier, but I think there's a reason why I'm still going to stick with Jason on top, then Jamar, then Mike. Uh, if I can elaborate on that, I think Jason touched on some wonderful points of moving on and having to explain that to your kids. As a child of divorce, I will tell you that that is a serious thing that you need to have discussions with when trying to find a new partner. And How, how I Met Your Mother comes to a very realistic point, which I think Jason made a great point on. There you go. All Do you right. have any thoughts, so you, Wes? So yours was Jason, Jamar, Mike? Uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with my previous ranking. All right, mine's a little bit different. I got two people swapped. Mm. I got uh, Mike, Jamar, Jason. Now you know we do we do judge each round separately though too, right? So it's just basically based off of what that argument was and each yeah, thing no, no, I, right. I'm still I still feel tight. Yeah, I'm uh, tight. All right, I'm tight, all right, bro. Look at good guy Jason trying to get his points taken away. Just making sure, just making sure we're good. <laughs> That's honesty. That's honesty right there. Integrity. Good guy Jason. Okay. All right, perfect. I got it all tallied up. Okay, next we're going to go to the defend round, uh, where basically you're going to ask everybody, don't come on you, or don't come for <laughs> you, whichever one you want. Okay, first up we have Jason. Jason, are you ready? Yeah. All right, I'll start it when you start talking. Defend your shit. All right, Mike, you're right. I did mention that they had the alternative ending. And what's nice about this, though, is if you actually go back, people have gone back and rewatched this and re-reviewed it. And I've actually talked about how perfect it was. So while they might have kind of shat on it to begin with, uh, you know, upon further review is actually a lot better. And Jamar, you felt cheated. How do you think Ted felt? He had this whole long story about how he met the love of his life. And then he was taken, she was taken away from him with some weird disease that they didn't actually explain. The poor woman lost her life and he lost, time. His, he lost time. his wife. Time. time. Poor fucking Ted. Okay. What do we got next? Uh, we have Mike. Mike, you ready to defend? Uh, yeah, let's do this. All right, I'll start it when you start talking. All right, Jamar, the only reason they made movies is because the fans loved this show so much. It wasn't because of loose endings or anything like that. The show actually ended with them just continuing their lives. So they could have kept going or they could have just stopped. It had no reason to do a movie. They just did it because of the fan uprising. And as far as Jason goes, I mean, you say that the ending was blah. The show ended the way that the show has always been. It's supposed to be a, a weekly sitcom with just weekly adventures. They didn't want it to be a big over-the-top bullshit like Ted, you know, Ending up with Robin or Time. anything like that. Time. All right, 
Last up, we have Jamar. Jamar, are you ready to defend your prop? Yeah, let me go. Let me go. Let me add. Ooh. <laughs> uh, let me know when you're ready. I'm going to be real disappointed. <laughs> All right, so I'm starting with Jason. You want closure. Hillary has her show. Ashley's modeling. Phil and Viv are moving to Philly with Nikki. Carlton is going to politics. And Will is finishing school and starting a family. That's closure. That's the closure you want. Mike, oh, my God, dude. I knew you had a black heart, but damn. The joy of this show and the ending is knowing that no matter what this family goes through, they're always going to be together. Even if they're in different parts of the country, they are still a family. That's the joy that you get from it. Sure, it was sad, but it's also uplifting at the same time. time. Boom. Time. Jesus Christ. He did. I felt, I felt the energy from over here. It's great. <clears throat> All right. Uh, bam, that was a really good round. I thought you guys all did a, a really good. I have mine set up as uh, Jamar, Mike, Jason. Interesting. I'm going... Uh, actually, actually, the same thing. Yeah, no. Jamar, Mike, Jason for that round. You and I, Wes, have been on the same wavelength. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Let's tally this shit up. All right. I gotta say, though, great. Okay. Jamar reach around. Yeah. All right. What'd you say about reach around? I, I saw Jamar giving himself a reach around in the background. Oh. <laughs> That's weird. All right. It's, it's still uh, in front. It's just. <laughs> it's still. It still could be anyone's game. If I ask with you where the points are. So. It's all good. Okay, we're going into the closing arguments. This uh, this is where you gotta come out swinging because it's anyone's game. All right, first up, Mike, you ready? I'm ready. I'm holding up my phone like I'm going to time you when it's not time. I say there's no time limit here, sir. Three-minute time limit. (laughs) Go ahead. All right. After the last three rounds, you've heard some good and bad arguments from all three of us. However, Psych ended the show with characters moving forward while making it feel like they were still out there getting into shenanigans without the cameras rolling. This show... With Sherlock and Watson, if they grew up in the 80s and were best friends. And that's exactly how it begins and ends. The show never jumped the shark, so fans didn't need to want more or less of it. Uh, they didn't have any cliffhangers, so there was no, oh, will they, won't they come back? It was, it was just, they went off in the sunset and continued their lives. And you knew that all of the story arcs had been closed. And there were probably some that eventually opened up again, but you didn't need them just part of you still wanted them. And I could I could sit here and tell you every reference and story arc and guest appearance that they paid off in this final season. And there's a lot of them. But realistically, I would be taking longer than one of Jake's intro rounds. And I don't want to do that to you. So I'm just going to leave you with this. I know you know that my opponents aren't telling the truth. I know you know their arguments just don't have any proof. Don't embrace their deception. They need to learn to better defend. Even their worst intentions can't st- stop Psych in the end. Well, okay. That was a little beautiful at the end. I thank you. All right. Jamar had his hands together. It looked like he was clapping, but I'm, it looks like now he was praying. I'm not too sure what he's doing. Okay. <laughs> Next we have uh, Jamar. All right. Close it out. Right. So... I just want to point out that this was written before and I haven't touched anything at all, just so you know. Um, but then also I'm going to make a little joke at the beginning. <laughs> uh, now, this is a story all about how I beat 
Jason and Mike at Fanboy Fight Club. No, I'm joking. I didn't write that. Actually, what I really wrote is having the most memorable TV show theme song of all time, countless awards and nominations, and after six great seasons, this show came to an end. Now, short of Mike, you know, that guy who's podcasting with me, most people would actually, if you asked, they would probably put this show in their top 10 of all time. I mean, maybe even five. Hell, for me, it probably is literally my favorite show. But with all that being said, the finale left us with longing for more, but at the same time satisfied that we were basically able to be a part of the family in Bel Air. The ending gave us closure and the hope we needed as uh, we knew that everything and everyone would be all right. There has been tons of great season finales. Uh, I'll name a few of them, but none of them of which are without controversy. Like Breaking Bad, the ending, great. But it left a group of people feeling like there just weren't enough answers or enough questions answered. And How I Met Your Mother, it was okay. But I mean, again, it left people feeling like the ending wasn't really resolved or it was resolved too soon and actually extremely rushed. I could go on and on and on and on. However, when you look back on the finale of Fresh Prince, there's just a feeling of fondness as we get got closure and we felt simply we got what we deserve. Hashtag rest in peace, Uncle Phil. And this is my trophy because I beat you guys. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I just want to defend it. myself. I love Fresh Prince of Bel Air just because I <laughs> forgot it when you asked me to name like every good TV <laughs> no. series ever. Doesn't I mean said, I didn't like it. I said name some great TV sitcoms, and you did not put Fresh Prince of Bel Air on your list. You gave like twenty shows. Fucking shows. I can't remember every single one, and I, I did. I don't think we passed. I stayed in like the two thousands and twenty tens. I don't think I went into the nineties. <laughs> you know what's fitting about holding up that Ninja Turtles trophy, even though it's the the five year celebration uh, figure, is uh, Uncle Phil was the voice of Shredder. Right. Uh, Whoa. That's I, I see why you wore that shirt. Did I also say hashtag rest in peace, Uncle Phil? Did I say that? You, you did like, say that. You did. Okay, Kristen made sure made me make sure I said that. Yeah, you totally, said it. You know, so. That's a good fact, right? fanboy fact. James, James Avery. <laughs> yeah, James Avery. <laughs> All right, Jason. This is it. All right. Well, just just because my my two competitors called me out bothly in their in their arguments, I I do have to. Uh, start with a quote from Barney Stinson. That is a, a lie is just a really great story that someone ruined with the truth. So um, anyway, so my closing argument kind of goes as follows in the case of the criticism of the ending of how I met your mother and also a few other shows, I blame the internet. So there've always been water cooler conversations where you speculate with friends and coworkers over shows and Twitter has kind of given those conversations a worldwide audience. And that's spun into fan theories. These theories get romanticized and people latch onto them and they use them as a base for their expectations of how a show should end. Inevitably, it leaves the viewers disappointed with the outcome. It's a, it's a double-edged sword in articles that I've read that summarize that either fan theories spoil surprises or set unrealistic expectations. Some crazy fan theories for How I Met Your Mother include, first, Something horrible has happened to Ted. So if you remember in season four, Ted gets into a fight and gets knocked out cold by Doug, the bartender. There is a fan theory that what happens if beyond that, Ted was actually in a coma and basically everything was a coma dream for him. And when he wakes up, he has to live the next years for real searching for his wife. 
what if um, there, there was another theory that had Robin and Barney dying in a car accident at the end? There was a theory of Lily was the one who dies because there was a conversation between an older Ted and Lily, and Lily makes a, uh, a quote of what kind of mother misses her daughter's wedding. And there's a pause that comes after the statement, and that leads people to think that they're actually going to kill off Lily because Ted doesn't appear inconsolable, I guess, right? So there's also um, probably the, the the theory that Ted is confused and misre- misrepresenting their mother. And then my, my favorite one was, was that the mother is actually nothing more than that. She was just the baby's mom, right? So she had no significant part in Ted's life at all. So can you honestly tell me that any of these are a better option than the one that we got? This finale was as close as a representation to life as that you get from a sitcom. If you really think about it, it's something we can all relate to. Life, loss, and the pursuit of happiness. My final advice to anyone listening, if you really truly love a TV show, stay away from fan theories. Just enjoy the ride. Thank you. Oh, man, I wish that would have been your intro because I would have had a much better attack round. (laughs) Same. I was like, I could have fucking destroyed you if that was your intro. That's why it wasn't my intro. I'm sorry. Fun fact about how I met your mother, they had the ending from the very beginning. That's why they filmed the kids during season one. I knew I I did read that. Okay, perfect. Matt, why don't you go ahead and and, uh, give me your scores? I'm going to give that one to hmm, 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 hmm. I think I'm going to go Mike. Jason and Jamar. There we go. That's it. was a, a tough, chosen that one. That was a toughie. That was a toughie. <laughs> sorry. sorry, man. That was a toughie. <laughs> this whole thing has been very contentious. It's been stressful. I'm going to get hives. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's definitely tough. Um, So I had mine a little bit different. I had mine, uh, Jason, Jamar, Mike. Hmm. Okay, so let's go ahead and tally up the score. I'm deleting you, Wes. <laughs> Why? What happened? <laughs> Oh, now I see what happened. Uh, he's been keeping score the entire time. Well, I guess, spoiler alert, you know how this one ends. Well, we do have a overall winner for this episode, and it was Jamar. Well, congratulations, Jamar. Hold up that trophy. Even though this is an audio right. podcast and no one can see it. It's a trophy here, and I just a quick speech. You always win when you go with what you love. Okay. That's not always true. I think Jake would disagree with you. Really, <laughs> that is very true. Jake, Jake would disagree. with <laughs> everything he does, but no one cares. So he always right. it. Second place was incredibly close. There was only a difference of one point. Oh. Um, second place was Jason with seven points. Congratulations, Jason! You're no longer the bitch of the week. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm taking. Would have went into fucking overtime. One last round, I could have destroyed him. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, uh-huh. I don't know if we could do another very stressful over. I mean, we can obviously if it happens, it happens. But those well, are really stressful. They are stressful, and I got robbed last week. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to change my scores. Uh, nah, yeah, it's, it's over. We we moved on. All right, so I right. and we have a brand new bitch of the week, and that is Mike. Mike, I do apologize. You had really good argument throughout throughout this entire episode. Uh, but you are the bitch of the week. It's okay. I, I love losing in a round where Jason doesn't even really explain why his product was good. He just says it's better than some shitty fan theories instead of actual good fan theories. No I big deal. Even, 
I actually thought his, stole his cl- tactic of making a song. I did. I fucking ripped him <laughs> off to a T, and he went and had a shitty ending, and I still beat me. I actually <laughs> thought his closing round was the best round out of the entire episode, personally. That's that's sad. Ouch. <laughs> All right. I feel bad for you. you know? Wow. <laughs> uh, oh, and I thought uh, Jamar's intro was really good, too. All right, Jason, close us out. All right, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Fanboy Fight Club podcast. The first rule of the Fanboy Fight Club podcast is that you must talk about the Fanboy Fight Club podcast. Make sure that you share us with your friends. Get at us on social media. We are Media Junkies flagship podcast because this is the only show with all five of us, minus Jake this week. But uh, 90%... (laughs) 90% of the time anyway, there's all five of us. So yeah, we do offer so much more. You can catch Michael and I on the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. Mike, you can tell everybody where they can buy their t-shirts. Go for it. Go to tpublic.com, search Media Junkie, Fanboy Fight Club, Gimmick Minute, Why Are You a Gamer, any other podcast we have that I've forgotten. And you click on one of the designs for a logo on it. There'll be a little blue link that says Volta Personality Comics. Click on that. It takes you to my store. I have all sorts of different mashup t-shirt designs. I have masks so that way you can you know survive out in the wasteland that is America right now. Uh, I mean, Jamar's yelling at me on mute, so I don't know what's going on. Where's my mask? Go give me, go give me your money. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can also listen to Jamar and a guest take a deep dive into why we play video games on a show. Why are you a gamer? Jamar, you got anything lined up for us? Yeah, tomorrow I have a really, really, really great episode that's going live uh, with the Sean Capri of the Xbox Drive and Cup of Joe Nintendo. It was pretty fun. He's an cool. Xbox guy, so it was a little awkward. <laughs> And don't forget about our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash media junkie. You can also interact with us on our Facebook page or our Twitter, which is at FBFC podcast, or you can also follow media media junkie in general at media junkie vids. And that's on Instagram and Twitter. So I'm going to leave you guys with a few questions. Oh, wait, real quick. Uh, I almost forgot about our guest, Matt. Do you have anything that you want to plug or talk about? Hey, hey, hey there. Hey, hey, hey. It's your favorite internet cute boy right here for you. Oh, wow. Uh, there we go. go ahead and check me out at, at Gorgeous Porges on everything. You can read my garbage. You can look at pictures of me. You can support me in any which way you want. I'll do anything. All right. That's pretty much it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was great to be here. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Awesome. So as always, I'm going to leave you guys with a few questions that will be answered, hopefully, in the episodes to come. Will Jamar, well, you know what? Fuck Jamar. He picked Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Will Michael (laughs) delete Wes? Will Wes enjoy being deleted? Will Matt leave our Discord after being a guest on our show? And will Jake ever return, or will he strip off all his clothes and escape into the woods never to be seen again? Find out all the answers to these questions and more on the next episode of the Fanboy Fight Club podcast. Goodbye, everybody.